wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. hands and praise the name of Jesus. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. We give you glory. Our strength, thy grace, our rule, thy words. You are mighty. We give you praise. We give you adoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please have your seat. You are blessed. Good morning to everyone. Hallelujah. Praise God. The messages for last month are available. If thou can believe all the messages preached last month in MP3 format, it's three CDs for all. Please get it and then be listening to them for your glorious change. Hallelujah. And then the monthly newsletter, this is the newsletter for the month of March, which have in it the prophetic theme for the month, our expectations, devotional series, portions on integrity, portions on entrepreneurship, and frequently asked questions in the kingdom. They are all here. The devotions are there. Want to encourage every conquer everyone here get one, if not for anything, for the devotions. And then for the prophetic team, knowing where we are going this month. Praise God. It is enriched. God's wisdom works. Hallelujah. God's wisdom hurts. And then at the devotions, we'll be studying this month. What wisdom is this? Hot wisdom hot is this. So get it. It's just one Ghana city. Praise God. Hallelujah. These ones, you can't get them anywhere at the cost. We don't do it for profit. We do it for edification, for building, and for your lifting. Praise the Lord. Their sense is no money, please. Their sense is no hot. No. Not money. We are not making this on making profit on it. No, but to be a blessing. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are people who write books for money. There are people who sing for money. There are people who preach for money. Praise the Lord. The essence is not hot. Money. Hallelujah. Praise God. We bless the Lord this month. The prophetic theme as God delivered to us is God wisdom works. And on the Sundays, 
We are dealing with a series, A Greater Than Solomon Is Here. A Greater Than Solomon Is Here. So in this service, the Holy Ghost is speaking to us on A Greater Than Solomon Is Here, Part 2B. The A was preached in the first service. Let's pray. Go ahead, sweet Holy Spirit. Continue to bless us as you have started blessing us. We thank you for your glorious hand at work in the first service and thank you for this service also. Go ahead and minister to us in a strange and in a dynamic way. Touch every life, heal every disease, set every oppressed free, glorify the Son today in our midst, Lord Holy Spirit. Quicken our minds to hear that which you are speaking. Let the engrafted word of God build every aspect of our lives. Remove every seed that is in us that you have not planted by your word. Let us go free knowing that in your presence there is fullness of joy and at your right hand there are pleasures of forevermore. Let us go leaving this place knowing that the Lord is that spirit where the spirit of the Lord is, there is absolute liberty. Go ahead, Lord. Touch my tongue with fire. Touch my lips. Let your grace speak through me, Lord. And bless us this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. A greater than Solomon is here, part 2B. Praise God. In 1 Corinthians 1.24 1 Corinthians 1.24 God's word makes us to understand that Christ is God's power and God's wisdom. Jesus came manifesting as the power of God and as the wisdom of God. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Praise God. So Jesus was the wisdom of God testified. The wisdom of God testified. Jesus was the wisdom of God in a person. He was the wisdom of God in a person. So his operations were all paths of wisdom. His operations were all paths of wisdom. Every way Jesus operated is a wisdom way. Praise the Lord. Every way Jesus operated is a wisdom way because... He was the wisdom of God in a person. Praise God. Jesus operated by not judging a situation without not thinking through. They brought a woman and they said, We caught this very woman in the very act. What should we do? Moses said, We should stone her to death. And Jesus was sitting there writing. That's right. And then after that, he asked them, 
If any of you have not sinned before, let him be the first to cast the stone. And shame patiently, they all turn away. Jesus never made judgment on the situation without not considering the situation thoughtfully. Thoughtful. Every way Jesus operated is a wisdom way. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They said, who are you? They said, you are the king. He said, for that cause was I, was I born. And for this purpose came I to this world. Talking to Pilate. He manifested as a king. He saw himself as a king. For ye are priests and kings. Every way Jesus operated is a wisdom way. And Jesus said that a greater than Solomon is here. And he was talking about himself. Why? Because he was the wisdom of God in a person. He was the one operating through Solomon. Praise the Lord. To manifest in the way Solomon he was manifesting when he was on earth. And when he came on earth, he said, A greater than Solomon is here. Now, I want you and I to understand this very carefully. That Jesus said he was greater than Solomon. And from scripture, Jesus was the son of who? God. He was the son of God. And God also calls you and I his son. In John chapter 1 verse 12, he said, As many as receive him, those that believe in his name, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the verse Go there. He says, children who were born not of the children who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. So now he is differentiating between this one. He is differentiating between your natural birth and this birth he's talking about. So he says, children who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man of God. So Jesus as the son of God in Matthew twelve forty two, he said he was greater than Solomon. And God has given birth to you as a son. Has given birth to you as a son. So as a son you also have the capacity and the ability to operate in the very likeness of Jesus. Manifesting the wisdom of God in a person which is over and above the wisdom of who? Solomon. Praise the Lord. In Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Romans 8:29. He said, For whom he foreknew, he also prayed the sin to conform to the image of a son. What son is he talking about? Jesus. Okay. That he might be the firstborn among many 
So Jesus has sung. This, uh, God has sung. Jesus is the firstborn. And the many brethren are the other sons, which include you and what? Me. Are you getting it? So the same class of wisdom Jesus operated as the Son of God on earth is the same class of wisdom that when you become a child of God, you have capacity to operate in. Praise the Lord. I want you to get this foundation very clear. Every child of God has the capacity to operate in the very likeness of the wisdom of God. In the very likeness. Because the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. And how did God create the heavens and the earth? With the word. Who is the word? Jesus. Praise the Lord. Who is the wisdom of God personified? So when you become saved, you also come into the realms of the wisdom of God that have access to everything that God created. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This depth of wisdom God has bring us into as children of God is not the wisdom of great words. It is the wisdom of great works. It is not the wisdom of great words. It is the wisdom of great works. Mark 6 2. Mark chapter 6 verse 2 tells us that this wisdom, Mark chapter 6 verse 2. He said, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogues. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand? This wisdom we are talking about is not the wisdom of great wealth, great talk. Talk is very cheap. Praise the Lord. It is the wisdom of great wealth, great results, great impact, great influence. A man's wisdom is not a function of his wealth. A man's wisdom is a function of his wealth. Talk is very cheap. Everyone can talk. But result, getting results is not cheap. Your wisdom is a function of your results. Work. 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 How manifold are thy works? Psalm 104 verse 24. In wisdom you have made them all. So wisdom produces works. Not just works. Praise God. This kind of wisdom is divine wisdom. The wisdom that operates in God. That is accessible to every child of God. This wisdom operating in you makes you greater than Solomon in wisdom. Please, every child of God have a greater capacity of God's wisdom operating in him than the wisdom that operated in Solomon. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This wisdom is Holy Ghost inspired wisdom. It engineers supernatural exploits. Supernatural exploits which is far above what human and intellectual wisdom can deliver. It deals with destruction and death cheaply. This kind of wisdom. It deals with destruction and death cheaply. This kind of wisdom. Divine wisdom deals with destruction and death cheaply. When death was faced, when, when Jesus was faced with death, he said in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, Who for the joy set before him and endured the cross, despising the same. When death was set before Jesus, by the death of divine wisdom at work, he joyfully went through death and gloriously overcame death in victory. Praise the Lord. When this kind of wisdom was at work in Daniel, Daniel cheaply went through the dens of lions, uh, angry lions and came out celebrating God and talking grammar in the dens of hungry lions. He said, my God has sent his angels. He wasn't out. He was still in the lion's den. Speaking grammar there. The king asked him, The God that you said, has he been able to deliver you? And in the lion's den, Daniel was still speaking grammar. Hungry lions who have been kept to hunger for months and weeks. He went in and came out. Why? Because the wisdom of God deals with death and destruction simply. It was that same wisdom. That override where going through fiery furnace. And coming out without their bodies being held. The wisdom of God. So it deals with death and destruction easily, cheaply. Praise God. Praise God. What is this wisdom? Let's define what is it. Because if you don't know what it is, what is this wisdom? This wisdom is knowing the right way to go by the Spirit and going there. What is wisdom? It is knowing the right way to go by the Spirit and going there. It is supernatural insight and the practice of the same. Supernatural insight and the practice of the same. This is the wisdom you are talking about. Knowing the right way to go by the Spirit and going there. There are so many people. You see, wisdom is not just going the right way. It's not wisdom. That's knowledge. Praise the Lord. A lot of people misunderstand knowledge in life with wisdom. No. If you know the right way, it is not wisdom. It is just knowledge. 
going that way, walking on that way, is what makes you wise. Supernatural insight, understanding, depth. Just having depth and talking depth is not wisdom. It is having depth, talking depth, and doing depth things. That makes you wise. Okay, look at uh, a professor in a, a, what do you call electrical engineering. Who have entered this room, there's no light. The meter is there, everything, the switches are there. And then enter this place and begin to talk. You see, to get energy, you need to put that, you need to put that. And still be talking in grammar. Electrical, <laughs> electrical engineering in the room. What you need the light. And just be talking, be talking. Your lectures will not still bring light. You need to go to the wall and press the meter and then put on the switches before the light will do what? Depth is not wisdom. Insight and the practice of the insight is what makes you one. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? So wisdom is knowing the right way by the Spirit and going that way. That is wisdom. Wisdom is supernatural insight and the practicing of the insight you know. Praise God. I said to God, I'll be very foolish if what is given me by the grace of God in His Word to teach all of us, if that is what is blessing your life, then I'll be very foolish to be looking up to you for you to help me. Yes, because we all have access to that insight. In fact, I receive it first and I delivered it to you. And you practicing it, it is working. Then I'll be very foolish not to practice the same and to see myself be. That's why I'm not a burden on any of you. There are some pastors who are taskmasters. They'll be on you. They'll be on. Hasn't God spoken to you to bring an offering? You have to bring up. You need to. You need to bring up prophet or we have been praying for you. You don't give up prayer. No. We rather teach you what to do. Teach you the benefit in giving to the man of God and you do it willingly. Are you here with me? And the man of God who teaching you that is not waiting for people to bring him offering. He is also giving offering to other senior men of God. Are you here with me? If you don't know, you, you, you wait and die. You wait and die. Praise God. Praise the Lord. What are the products of this wisdom? What are some of the things this wisdom delivers? Please, this man, don't stay out of any of the seven. If you get the last week's message because it lays the foundation of the types of wisdom available and the wisdom you are talking about. There are many other wisdom available which we have talked about. What is the product of this wisdom? Number one, in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 14 to 18. Ecclesiastes. The word means preacher. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 14 to 18 13 This 
wisdom have I seen also under the sun, and it seemed great unto me. There was a little city, and few men within it, and there came a great king against it, and besieged it, and built great bulwark against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and his wisdom delivered the city, yet no man remembered the same poor man. Praise the Lord. Then I said, Wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is all. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. Wisdom is better than strength. A whole city, an army came again, and there's a poor white man in that city. And by his wisdom, he delivered the whole city from a great camp army against them. Then I said, wisdom is better than strength. What is the product of this wisdom? This wisdom brings deliverance. It has power to deliver from every situation. It is this wisdom that delivers several missiles Abednego from fiery furnace. It is this wisdom that delivered Daniel from hungry lion's den. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs 21-22, Proverbs 21-22, talking about this wisdom. Proverbs 21-22 A wise man scaled the city of the mighty and cast down the strength of his confidence thereof. A wise man scales the a wise man scales the city of the mighty. If you are wise, wisdom is able to scale the city of mighty men. And it cast down the strength of the confidence thereof. So wisdom brings deliverance. The number one product of wisdom is that it delivers from every situation. When divine wisdom is at work, every deliverance is possible. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The word of God, which is the wisdom of God. The first key product it talks about is that he sent forth his word to him and to deliver and to us from all distraction. So any of your life that is under distraction, when the wisdom of God comes to play in that aspect of your life, deliverance automatically shows up. When your career is under distraction and the wisdom of God shows up, Deliverance automatically to her. When your marriage is on rocks and the wisdom of God shows her, that marriage stands strong, tall, stands strong. It is the wisdom of God that brings deliverance. Praise God. Number one. Number two thing. Psalm 104 verse 24. Oh, how manifold are thy ways in wisdom thou hast made them all. The earth is full of directions. Proverbs chapter 8, 18 and 19. 
Proverbs 8, 18 and 19. Talking about wisdom. He said, Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Yea, than fine gold. And my revenue than choice silver. God's wisdom and riches. God's wisdom all. How manifold are thy works in wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. God, who is the only wise God, according to Jude, the only, now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God to honor, glory, and power. Praise the Lord. He is the most wealthiest man being on earth. He said, the gold is mine, the silver is mine, say the Lord. The beasts on the field are mine. The fishes in the sea are mine. The cattle on the thousand hills are mine. God, the only wise God, is the most wealthiest of all beings. And Solomon in his days, who was the wisest in his days, was the richest in his days. There's a direct correlation between wisdom and riches. The riches. So when divine wisdom is at work in your life, put it there, Proverbs 8, 18. He said, riches are and honor are with me. Yes, durable riches and honor. Riches and honor are with me. Yes, durable riches and righteousness. So we are not talking about rich today and then when you are gone, your children are poor. Durable. Everlasting riches. Riches that, that, that runs through a bloodline for years. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, the second product of this wisdom is it enriches. It enriches. Those of us who are seeking for riches, say, seek that great things for yourself, seek them not. Seek for wisdom. Solomon asks for wisdom, and wisdom delivers riches with easiness. Cheap, cheap wealth. Cheap wealth. Keep well. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How do you attain this wisdom? Principally, I said in the first service, God's wisdom is assessed by the fear of God. You need to fear the Lord. It is the fear of God besides salvation. They are talking about those who are saved. Because if you are not saved, you can't fear God. It is the saved that has the ability to fear God. Praise God. Are you here with me? Yes. I explained it yesterday at the cell. Now listen. To fear God means to depart from evil. Or to depart from sin. To hate sin. Now, if somebody is unsaved, he is living in sin. He is a captive of sin. Sin have arrested the person. He is in the prison of sin. So he can't run away from sin. He lives with sin. Eats with sin. Sleep with sin. And do everything with sin. Praise the Lord. You are under the dominion of sin. The unsaved. But the saved, you are delivered from sin. You are out of the captivity of sin. But sin will never leave you. Sin will still pursue you. Sin will still hurt 
pursue you, to have a way in your life. So the fear of God, to have a disregard against sin, and to have a hate for sin, and to always flee with departing from sin. So the fear of God is your access to God's wisdom. A lot of scriptures give us that Psalm 111 verse 10, Job 28, 28, praise the Lord, all talks about it. However, the gateway, what enables you to access the wisdom, is what we call inspiration. 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 And I want you to hear this part well. Because the place of inspiration is where this man, I see God is opening our eyes into. There are so many of us that have a lot of access to God's wisdom. But we are not able to access it because the place of inspiration is missing in our life. Inspiration is the gateway to get into the wisdom. There is a gate to enter. And that gate is the gate of inspiration. That will step you into the wisdom. That will step you into the wisdom. Praise the Lord. If, that, if inspiration is not there, you can't step into the wisdom of God. And what is inspiration? What is inspiration? Inspiration is the moving. The moving. Move. The breathing of the Holy Ghost. Upon the mind of a believer, it is the moving, the breathing of the Holy Ghost. Upon the mind of the believer, for divine creativity, for divine ideas, for divine insight, and for divine utterance. All scriptures, which is the word of God in praise, was given by the inspiration of the Almighty. Again, what is inspiration? Inspiration is the moving, the Holy Ghost moving upon your mind. The Holy Ghost breathing upon your mind. Praise the Lord. For divine creativity, for divine ideas, for divine insight, and for divine utterance. Moving upon your mind. God breathed upon man. And man became a living soul. Every fiber of his being began to work. And then start. So inspiration is the breathing of the Holy Ghost upon your mind. That your mind becomes active and alive. For divine ideas. It doesn't think in the natural sense again. It now takes things from heaven. Praise the Lord. For divine utterance. It doesn't just speak anyhow. It speaks as it sees from heaven. For divine insight. It doesn't just understand things in the normal way. But in the, it understands things the way God understands things. That is what we call inspiration. And inspiration is what gives you access to God's wisdom. It manifests by inspired insight, inspired utterance, inspired access. You act 
inspired me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. One time I was ministering to and then a lady with fibro. I just felt inspired to touch the I just touched the stomach. I said, take it and throw it away. You went to church, there's no fibro. Inspired acting, inspired us. Acting. That's what we call inspiration. And it generates great work. So we step into the place of inspiration. You never manifest the wisdom of God that is accessible to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And how do you accept inspiration? What are the things you do that brings you to a place where you, you, you can be inspired by the Holy Ghost? I'm just talking about one of them. One way to assess inspiration is by keeping a joyful heart. A joyful heart. A joyful heart. A heart which is full of joy. A heart which is full of joy. In the school of wisdom, we draw from the well of wisdom with the rope of a joyful heart. In the school of wisdom, everything of divine wisdom is drawn with the rope of a joyful heart. It's like having a well in your home and you want to take water from the well. You need a rope to tie it to your bucket or whatever you want to draw with before you can draw. So that rope that will tie to that bucket to bring the water out is your joyful heart. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. When you keep a joyful heart in Psalm 16 verse 11, wisdom ways are made known when a joyful heart is kept. Psalm 16 verse 11. For thou will show me the path of life. That's the wisdom way. For in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So wisdom ways are made available when a joyful heart is kept. Thou will give Give me, show me the paths of life. For in your presence there is fullness of joy. When my heart is full of joy, wisdom ways begin to open to me. Ways for resource. Ways for mind-blowing resource. Praise the Lord. Ways for mind-blowing heart. Resource. Begin to show up. A joyful heart. Jesus was anointed with the oil of joy in order to manifest wisdom. In Psalm 45 verse 7, he said, Thou have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore the Lord thy God have anointed thee with the oil of gladness far above thy fellows. Jesus was anointed with the oil of joy for us. So that he can continuously manifest the wisdom of God. Because a joyful heart is what gives you access to inspiration. And inspiration is the gateway to God's wisdom. 
So Jesus was supernaturally anointed with the oil of God. So that he can continuously walk in inspiration. And by inspiration, he will manifest wisdom with the proofs of great work. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Therefore, God's word always admonishes us to rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians 3 3. He said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say unto you, Rejoice. Keep a joyful heart always. For I say unto you, Lord, Rejoice. In 1 Thessalonians 5 15, he said, Rejoice evermore. Let joy everly go through you. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Praise the Lord. Rejoice on evermore. When Paul, Paul, who was a man of joy, Paul wrote all these scriptures I'm talking about. He flowed in abundance of revelation. He was walking in strange inspiration. And wisdom was working through him. One man, he wrote about 50% of the New Testament. God was able to trust one man with 50% of his wisdom in the New Testament for him to write alone. Because he was full of joy. He was full of joy. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 1. Philippians chapter 4 verse 1. Listen to what Paul was saying. The joy of the... He said, Therefore, my brethren, dear beloved, dearly beloved and long for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Paul's joy and crown was the people. And he was always joyous for the things God is doing in the life of the people. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Joy is a catalyst for inspiration. Joy has nothing to do with situation that is happiness. Joy has nothing to do with situation. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. It is not the fruit of your feelings and your emotions. No. The reason why the enemy easily gets a lot of Christians and make a mockery of their life is their inability to walk in the joy of the Lord. Their inability. They are always depressed. They are situational. They make situation determine how they should respond and react. Praise the Lord. I will joy in the Lord of my salvation. Habakkuk is speaking. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. When your heart is not full of joy, your mind cannot be full of God's wisdom. There's a direct correlation. Direct. Direct. In Isaiah 11 verse 3, he said, with joy, with joy, Isaiah 11 verse 3. With joy you will draw from the Isaiah 12, sorry, from, from the wells of salvation. 
withdraw you will draw from the wells of salvation therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation so your salvation everything salvation brings you the rope to draw it is your joy if salvation the death of jesus and resurrection and your belief in christ has brought you healing the rope to draw that healing is your joy if the death of jesus has brought prosperity to you your rope to draw that prosperity is your joy so you know when joy is missing you miss a lot of things in the kingdom that's why the devil aggressively go ahead and depress people so many people are working help that kept that depressed including christians they are depressed and the devil is joyous of that because when you are depressed you never do anything from salvation you never get any good thing that jesus death has brought to you you never assess them with joy you will draw water of the wells of salvation praise god praise god praise god when you walk with a joyful heart you always secure what is good proverbs 17 22 proverbs 17 22 <laughs> and mary had to work good like medicine but a broken spirit drives the bones a merry heart it works good like medicine when your heart is in merriment praise god praise god you always secure good things a merry heart towards good it towards hot so it is a catalyst for doing good if you want any good thing in your life the first thing you think about is my heart joyful because a joyful heart always brings good things. Good things. Irrespective of the situation. When your heart is in merry, good things come to you. It doeth good like medicine. So your joy is a spiritual drug to medically keep your spirit, soul, and body fit. Praise the Lord. A broken spirit. That means a depressed spirit. That's it. Broken. Depressed. Drier the bones. The more depressed you become, the more your bones dry. And you know that when your bones is drying, then you are entering into where? The grave. Entering where? The grave. Don't allow the devil to take you to the grave before your time. With depression. Praise God. Praise God. To possess a cheerful heart all the time. These three things must be in place. Because, listen, I told you, somebody died is not a function of being depressed. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? No, 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 no. no. You lost something? Whatever it is. Always never forget Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. Always let that one be your, your, your function. Put it there. Habakkuk. He said, although the fig trees are not blossom, look at the things you are reading because they are all not good things. 
neither shall food be in the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no help in the store. 18. Yes, I will rejoice in the Lord. This is what brings the dead to life. This is what turns the marriage and the divorce into a peaceful home. This is what makes the business that is about to go to bankruptcy begin to flourish and extend. It doesn't matter the thing when the joy of the Lord is continuously kept in your heart. He said, yes, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Irrespective of what has happened, I am still here. Jesus is still Lord. What is going on has not turned God to be a man. Praise the Lord. He is too faithful. He cannot deny himself. His word is ever true. And he is God. He is the Lord of man. That is what keeps you going. The joy of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What are the things to do to keep a joyful heart always? To possess a cheerful heart. One means one. You need to be addicted to God's word. Please, God's word is the source of joy. Jeremiah 15, 16, like what we read like this. If you know this scripture always, and you are quoting them, when situation comes, Jeremiah 15, 16, thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me, the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. God's word has carried in it joy and rejoicing. Joy and what? So when you are addicted to the word, Jeremiah 15, 16, and you are always in the word, no situation moves you to depress. No. No situation. God takes away the first to establish the third second. So when you have something and it, it went without not knowing, and then you, have, you if you know this scripture, God takes away the first to establish us. And always the end of a thing is better than us. So if the first has been taken, then the second that is establishing is better than the first that has been us. It serves as, it builds your stability. You are not moved. You are not moved. You must be addicted to the word, not addicted to television. And watching soap operas from morning to evening. Without not opening your Bible. You open your Bible only Sunday. And when you even come to church, you don't... No, 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 no. That the life cannot give you stability in the midst of storms, though. Praise God. In the midst of storms, your strength will fail if you don't have stability. You must be strong. And the Word of God is what builds your joy level. It fuels your joyometer. You know joyometer. The meter we use to measure your joy level. We put it there, the joy level, then you are at 5.2%. It's too low. It has to rise. Praise the Lord. God's word is what raises the joyometer to, to a certain level. Number two, you must stay in God's house. God's house is a place of joy. Psalm 16, verse 11. That will show me the power of life. For in your presence 
there is fullness of joy. God's house is a place of joy. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, Psalm 122, let us go to the house of who? Why was he glad? Because that place is a place of joy. Psalm 84, let's read. Psalm 84, verse 1 to 4. Psalm 84, verse 1 to 4. How amiable are thy tabernacles, talking about God's house. So how amiable are thy temple, or the house of the Lord, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainted for the court of the house. My soul is longeth and is fainting to go into God's house. My heart and my flesh cried out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow has found a house, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. Even thy altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. For blessed are they that dwell in thy house. Are you here with me? They inside us. They will still be praising us. Ah. If you dwell, you will still be praising. If you, you always have a cause to praise God. Those who dwell. It's those who don't dwell who always have cause to murmur and to complain. Because there will be always something to remember and complain about. The devil will bring many of them. Because you know memory and complaining will bring distraction in your life. So as you dwell in God's house. Please let me. Going to church is not to help the church. Not to help us. It's to help your own self. It is to build spiritual stamina for your own life. Against certain things that can easily destroy you. Praise the Lord. So staying in God's house. And then three, the last. Keeping company with the cheerful. Keeping company with the cheerful. Proverbs 13 20. He that walks with the wise will be, shall be wise. But the companion of who shall be destroyed. He that walks with the cheerful will be hot. Cheerful. He that walks with the depressed shall be hot. Depressed. He that walks with complainers shall be hot. A complainer. If you keep complaining with the cheerful, those who always have something to celebrate about, something to talk about, Jesus, what he is doing, what he has done, you always also. Somebody said, was asking about us, and said, it is well for us. Praise the Lord. Because this company, you can't say anything but to say it is what? Yes. If you keep company with the cheerful, you don't know what saying that it is well is doing in your life. If God has revealed to you, not saying it is well, and things that have happened, you have no, you have no knowledge of things that could have happened to you. You have knowledge of only things that happen. Now, you don't know, without not saying it as well, the things that would have happened to you, you don't know. Are you here with me? And you find yourself talking that language because you are in this family. There's other family who talk about other things. Praise the Lord. They're always talking about complaints. They're always talking about things. No. No good to it. It is what? Praise the Lord. You haven't paid school fees, it is what? 
not, not paying your school fees and not change God's faithfulness. He's so faithful. Not eating doesn't mean God has left us from his throne. He is still on the throne and so judging things on the cause of his people. That is, that is the work with Jesus. Not what you feel. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? So walk with the cheerful. Look at somebody's face before he becomes your friend. Uh, their face alone is not enthusiastic enough to become friends. Their, their face is always moody. As if they are the junior brother of D.L. Moody. Praise the Lord. Their face is always moody. As if the whole world is against you. No, nobody is against you. God is for you. He said, when I cried unto thee, Psalm 56 verse 9, then will my enemies turn back. Then the big part, he said, this I know, for God is for me. God is for you. It's not against you. It's not against you. God is not hot. In Romans chapter 8, verse 32 downward, he said, he who did not spare his only son, but deliver him as for us all. How much will him also freely give us all things? For who shall God? He who spared not his only son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Go to death straight. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God who justifies. 34. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us? 35. Who shall separate us from the love of God? So please listen. God is there for us. For you. So don't let anything take your joy away. They say, go to 31. I want to read one portion. Romans 8, 31. What shall we say then? Question. If God be us, who can be? So God is for you. God is us. He's not against you. So make your face like that. And let your heart rejoice in God being us. Though the thing will not look like the way you want it to look. But God is us. For you. Please be honest. Hallelujah. Inspiration is a function of keeping a joyful heart. It's a function. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Conquest Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.